Welcome back to another episode of Real Chumps, where chatting about movies feels like hanging out with friends. I'm your host, Marcel, and with me is my co-host, Danny. Hey, hey! Uh, this week we're discussing the 1989 film, Indiana... Why did I say hey, hey? That was the dumbest thing in the world. <laughs> okay. I'll leave that in. This week we are discussing the 1989 film, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, directed by Steven Spielberg with the screenplay by Jeffrey Bohm, George Lucas, Menno May- Magus? Mace? Mace? Mice? 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 Anyways, starring the Harrison Ford, Sean Connery, Alison Do- uh, Duty, uh, Donald Elliot, John <laughs> Reese Davis, <laughs> and much more. <laughs> Donholm? Denham. Denham? Den- Den- Denham? Denholm. Denholm? Denholm? One day, I'm going to just flip the script on this. One day, I'm going to just switch, switch the names, and I'm just going to start, and you're just going to, I'm like, I'm going to make you do it. <laughs> just say the guy that plays Marcus Brody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so bad. One day, I'm going like, to go through, and I'm like, okay, today, I'm not going to get screwed up. <laughs> and then you're going to add 700 other names. Nah, keep adding more. Um, dude, I'm excited for this movie. Dude, I'm... Um, Yes, I have to tell you because I know you. We're gonna. This just, I don't. All the Indiana Jones I've told you they kind of they, they kind of get merged. Yeah, they get merged. They got like like I don't know, amalgamated into something like just Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. And this movie is so good, dude. I'm I'm so glad we decided to do this because it was like again we we were like had the other plans. I'm so glad we decided to do this. And, and listeners, I know we said, I think last week we said we were going to do Temple of Doom. We, no, we, we decided at the end that we Oh, were, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You know what? Scratch it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I'm super excited, but let's, uh, you have a question of the day. Yeah, I do. I do. Okay. So it's a would you rather, Ooh. okay? Would you rather get stuck in a pit of snakes Ugh. or stuck in a den, a lion's den? Um, how many lions are there? Well, let's just do the one because for me, you know, like okay, one and snakes. There, I mean, they're just are, just are the, the snakes poisonous? Ooh, I did. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say they're venomous, but they're not deadly. So, so it suck. So, like. I'll get bit and what I go numb. I you probably have like you. You could go. You know, you might go into shock or something, and like or you know, like you. It's some sort of venom. You might get numb. You might have to like it gets infected. I don't know. Okay, how long am I? It's <laughs> like what, 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 what is this a freaking pop quiz? <laughs> this is a what you rather. You don't get. I'm gonna put a timer. I'll I'm gonna start bringing a timer. Ah, <laughs> um, no, no, okay. I, my thing is like okay, like you get st- maybe I'm thinking of this too much like a uh, X Factor or not? No, yeah, no, no. This is like not X Factor. What's what like? I'm just I'm thinking about the movie. Okay, okay all right. Indiana Jones gets into two situations, right? Yep. Both of them suck. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Pit of snakes and the lion and the lion. Okay. So which would you rather in your life get stuck in a in a freaking snakes? Pit of- snakes. You do snakes. Snakes. I feel like I feel like I have a better chance of surviving snakes i mean that line could just lunge at me and like what do i do like i'm screwed i know whereas snakes yeah they'll bite me if they're not poisonous they're like yeah i'll go into shock but I'll, i think I'll, i'd survive okay okay hold on with the, there's, does, there's, does this make a difference is it's a it's i mean i was gonna say it's like because it's a it's a male lion 
Does a male lion versus a female? Because I feel like a female lion, I'm 100 percent dead. I'm dead. Yeah, she would. She would. I mean, the female. The female lions are the freaking the breadwinners. They're the hunters. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so like male lions. Yeah, but at that point, naturally, I'm going to ask: Has this male lion been fed recently? Because <laughs> if he has, then yeah, yeah I'm just uh, the freaking chicken leg. <laughs> uh, I think I'll I think I'll stick with snakes. There's a higher probability that the snakes are not venomous or poisonous, or that they'll even bite, or that they'll bite me. Right, because they're more scared of you than they, yeah. than than you are. That whereas a lion, I'm with you. I'd snakes. probably go with snakes. Which begs the question: Why is Indian Jones really scared of the snakes? When he freaking had a lion, because with the lion he he actually had a uh, a defense mechanism. I know. So so to him psychologically, he it Psycholo- he, psychologically it impacted him in the sense that I fell into a pit. Well, I fell into a a pit of snakes with no way to protect myself. Whereas with the lion, I fell in there and I had a whip to like whip him out. Right, so forever yep, yep, he yep, 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 he, yep. he has PTSD of like being powerless against. I'm I'm analyzing this a bit too much. <laughs> All right, Marcel's taking uh, therapy. <laughs> yeah, just kidding. We are not licensed therapists. Please. We're not. Please, uh, good stuff. No. Uh, okay, sorry. This well, is another Would you rather? Okay. okay, yeah, that's it. Um, he's going spelunking in Moab. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, would you would you rather go spelunking with the guy the the kid that he was with the bugle boy okay. from uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, from the Boy Scout with Indiana Jones, yeah. <laughs> or uh, the ham from uh, Sandlot? Is that is that his name? No, is that his name? It's not his real name. It's not just yet. like yeah. Or go what with him? Spelunking. Oh, so both both sinners are spelunking. So both situations, you're, you're doing the same thing. You're just doing it with two different people. The bugle boy and the, and then the the guy who's like the kid. I can't remember his name. It's not Ham. Is it Ham? This is is that his nickname? You know what I'm talking about, though, right? From Sandlot, he's like, "Come on, Smalls, you're killing me." Yeah. Um, looking. Yeah, Ham. Oh, Ham- Hamilton. Yeah, Ham. Ha- yeah. Ham. Yeah, Ham. Yeah, he goes by Ham. Um. I feel like I'll be more entertained with Ham. <laughs> I feel like the Boy Scout is just going to do freaking dunce. <laughs> yeah, so bad. He'll slow me down. I'll probably die with him. Uh, whereas Ham, if I die, I'll be laughing. <laughs> so <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Alrighty, let's talk Last Crusade. Um, wow. I just want to start off with this movie, like. This movie aged so well. it's it it's priceless. It's timeless. I'm I'm gonna start out with some bold statements. Ready? Mm. One, this movie does not waste a second. Mm. Amen. The pacing is so good right from the start. Yes. Okay. It does and, and there's so much happening right from the beginning. Um both from a screenplay, from from visuals, everything. It does not waste a second. Um, so I haven't, let's, let me talk a little bit about my experience with Last Crusade. Wait, wait, do you have any bold, other bold statements? Oh, number, number two, number two. Um, I know I, I said this in our first episode about Jurassic Park that I feel like it's, it's not my favorite movie, but I feel like it's, it's a near perfect screenplay, right? Um, 
You said near perfect movie. Near perfect movie. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I think. Are you going to say it? I think Last Crusade is almost a perfect movie. What? Oh, man. We're going to have to have a whole other episode of like, what are the most, what is, what is a perfect movie? I, I just, I, I, the character growth for every character in this movie, the pacing, the, the lines, um, I think also just like in general, like, and I, I'm looking at this at Last Crusade. I'm also looking, okay, all right. So yes, that, that aspect, the screenplay is really good. Here's my third bold statement. This is probably, can I hear it for this? This is probably the best third movie in a trilogy of all trilogies. I approve this message. What, what's like, let's, let's, uh, I, so what's, what's a good third movie of a trilogy? Of a strict trilogy? Of a trilogy, yes. Okay. Or let's just think trilogies. Let's talk about the first, like, Star Wars. Yeah. Return of the Jedi. Yeah. This is a much better oh, third yeah. movie than Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Uh, the Dark Knight trilogy. Yep. This is better than The and Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to, uh, every, every movie I think about is not a thir- uh, trilogy. And that's why it's kind of like a... It's like a cart, like a little bit of a like a rough curse with trilogies, but I think you're 100 percent correct. And truly, because um, I've had some thoughts, I'm like, I think the part of the reason why is that this isn't it's it's a trilogy, but it wasn't. This is like the second movie. Like, oh, how how so? So in my mind, the way I see this is that like, like, because Temple Doom is like is a is a prequel, right? Okay, which I didn't really know yeah, until yeah. recently I, when I rewatched it, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Why? Why does this feel so different?" Which we'll, we'll get to Temple of Doom because I we, we have we have thoughts. And I we have, have a lot, lot of thoughts. And, and I told you in yeah. our first episode, last week's episode, that this movie uh, or the Indiana Jones, like like I like Temple of Doom the most. Yeah, but as a kid, you know, like growing up, but mm-hmm. like, and I and I guess I'm gonna hop into it. Like, let me talk a little bit about my history about this. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. There. So my thing is like. I've told you that this, all these movies have like, kind of like meshed in it. It's because I never, up until, I think I had watched The Lost Ark uh, from beginning <laughs> to end. Uh, I'd watched The Lost Ark uh, beginning to a while back, like yeah. uh, several years ago, because I wanted to watch an Indiana Jones film. Um, but I had not watched The Last Ark, uh, the, the Last Crusade. The Last from beginning to end until this watch. Really? Because every single, every single, I've, I'd seen the entire movie, but every single, I'd been in chunks of yeah. at some point in my life because yeah. it was TV or friends or, 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 or like whatever. And like, I had like, it just didn't finish because I don't know. Yeah. I was an idiot. Um, not that I like, <laughs> I did, I knew that it was a great movie, but no. like, I truly like to my, my knowledge, I think that this last, this watch was my first beginning to end watch. Begin to end. Yeah. And it's so good. It's amazing. The other thing is, I'm like, one, I was like, dude, I'm like, freaking, that's Moab? And I'm like, over there, like, I'm like, that's Moab. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's, it, I mean, it says, but, but I'm like, uh, and I just think, like, because, like, you, when you do go to Moab, it is one of the most scenic places yeah, like, yeah. for, like, Western. It's beautiful. And uh, I love that it was filmed there. I love uh-huh. that it was, like, a, it's a Utah thing. And the fact that it's, like, if not a perfect movie, a nearly perfect movie. Because I 100% agree with you with the fact that, like, the 
from and this is why I feel like it's not it doesn't it it's a third movie in a trilogy, but it doesn't follow the like third movie struggles. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not a third movie struggle. It's a second movie. We've we've got Temple of Doom is a prequel. Not to say that it was like a pre it's a prequel in the sense of like giving a better context of who Indiana Jones like mm-hmm. like his like this this guy who goes on these things and he just happens upon these situations and he stumbles upon yeah, yeah. like he's an he's like this archaeologist that gets put into the situation okay uh-huh. um the first you know the uh Rays of the Lost Ark that we reviewed last week as we well know that is like it is a great movie we fully are like it's it introduces us to the character of mm-hmm, Indiana Jones mm-hmm. in the sense of like who he really is yeah in the sense of like, he's not just like like in Temple of Doom. Even though you know, it's it it's just his journey is like an experience. But in Raiders Lock, we get context. We get him in a sp- spot. We see who he is. <clears throat> this movie, we see where he's come from. We it's the his journey. We have this completion of like the 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 culmination of like the situation, the context of like. The cusp of World War yeah. II, um, and so, and then you have on top of that Spielberg's masterwork, and like he, him putting, he's got buy-in, right? He's got so he can go, he can do. Yeah, he's got the buy-in from studios. He's got the, the he wants to tell he want everything he wants to do. It gets in here, and it's it feels complete. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, to me, when I think about when you look when I think look at this situation, I think he he gets control in a lot of cases what happens with the second movie and then that second movie does well just as well or if not better and then you get the third one and it like it, it always comes it back into like i want, well, we want to make money yeah yeah right? yeah and so to me i feel like temple doom is kind of like that weird flop where like they i don't know this backstory of oh, the temple I, doom dude, uh, well, and so we're gonna and get we'll, to get, it. we'll get to it but that's the thing is like i feel like the temple doom had that struggle yeah and then they're like you know whatever and they went back and they just trusted the, the team. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think, I mean, this coming off of Temple of Doom, Temple of Doom was criticized pretty roughly. Yeah. Uh, and we'll, we'll talk Temple of Doom, but it's interesting how they decided to go, well, the first one, Raiders, was good because of these elements. How do we bring those elements back again? But they did. They brought... <clears throat> They brought uh, uh, a a the, they brought back you know the whole conflict between the Nazis. They brought back uh, a, an artifact, a, a religious artifact. Um, they bring back these elements, but it is not a rehash of Raiders. And it is so good how they executed it, how it was written, and it's just it is an incredible movie. I haven't seen this in probably uh, this. I mentioned this in in our previous episode, but like this was my first take on Indiana Jones. So like for me, I grew up watching Last Crusade and then I saw Raiders and then lastly I saw Temple of Doom. But this is this is my Indiana Jones and I hadn't seen this probably in like 12 years. And now I'm like watching it again. I'm like, yeah, I another hot take. I think this movie's going to like, I think it just became like in my top 10. Oh, top ten of all time. I I probably put it in my top five. It'd probably be yeah, the low, yeah. my low five, but yeah. it'd be but it'd be my it, it's up there. Like it's it's really it's, good. I it's let's 
let's get into like let's get into some of the aspects that, that makes it great i want to start with the pacing and why like let's start with pacing and like just the overall like feel of the movie okay <laughs> so i think that really and when we talk about pacing look editing doesn't get talked about a lot in, yeah, when right. it comes to like just movie experiences okay and the reason why part of it is like it's it's hard to like distinguish but we can talk about it in the pacing pacing i feel like is a wonderful way of uh of giving love to the editor or even to the, like the the fact that like we don't feel it, you know like the, the the saying goes uh a good uh a good editor doesn't isn't noticed so a good edit doesn't get you know isn't impacted right yeah. if you're watching a movie and something's happening and something feels jarring the editor has done a bad job mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay uh and so to me like like you you know you've you said and i've read it again i want to read it is like from the get-go it is it 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 pulls you in you get you there's there's enough and this is the same thing they did with the first one right there you get pulled in into like Indiana's world. Yeah. In this in this time, it's it's back to a little bit more of like the the understanding of a little bit of why Indiana is who is who he, who he is. I love <clears throat> with that. And it's not only it's or, an origin story. Yeah, like it's, it's an origin it's story. It's an origin story, but it's a, a, that like which uh, this is. I think I said when did I say this? Was this in the Flash? I think it's in the in our Flash review that I was like. Just give me a freaking don't don't give me the freaking the origin story every single time. I think having going back at a different point of a of a trilogy or a movie uh, okay. sequence for the origin story to have it be meaningful for the greater story is 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 a hundred percent why you should do use an origin story. I have a question I've been dying to ask you. Okay. All week since okay. I, I watched this. Okay. And it, and it's in line with this. One, I, I love this origin story. And and I want to flesh this out because this this time I was watching it. I'm like, this is great. I love this origin. I, I also like find it kind of funny how like every uh, impactful moment that made Indiana Jones who he is all happen in one day. <laughs> like what does it? I mean, come, like, I mean, for the most part, like his fear of snakes, getting his whip, his fedora hat, like. It it all happened like in one day for him. I love it. Uh, it's kind of funny, but here's my question, and and I had this thought: Why is it? Why is it that this origin story works so well? When I look at, for example, um, Pirates of the Caribbean, okay, the the most recent one, where I don't even know. I don't even know how many pirates there are now, but the most recent one with. Um, Javier Bardem as the villain. And in that one, they do an origin story of how how Jack Sparrow... Have you seen it? I haven't seen this. Okay, never mind. No, no, no. It's okay. okay. So, just go, just okay, go, just so, go. So just in, in that one, they, they, they show how Jack Sparrow gets the hat, gets the compass, um, etc. Et okay? This is strange. Not strange. I think I did see it. Maybe... Anyways, doesn't matter. So he gets the, it's the whole story of, of Jack Sparrow. Yeah, but it doesn't land. It doesn't land for me. Second, Solo. You you watch Solo? I watch Solo. Okay. In that one, we find out how he gets the name Solo, how he gets the the blaster, etc. For me, it all I just felt like it was 
heavy-handed. It, it was forced. I don't know how you felt about it. Why is it that it works so well in this movie? Look, I think there's a couple of things. Okay, one, we're not... We already have context who Indiana Jones is, okay? So we're not... And and I think the solo, um, the movie, they... It, the whole movie is a little bit more of like the him getting it's the the longer version. I, I'm gonna focus on solo. Yeah. Not not just because like because I think in Jack Sparrow it's probably because like they they, they just were like let's finally give some like context to him and like mm -hmm. they probably put it in like the middle of the movie. No, it was it was right at the beginning. It was right at the beginning. Right at the beginning of the flashback same, same scene. Same situation. Yeah. As this one, so I, I'm gonna have to. I'll review it. I'll we'll talk offhand, or maybe okay. I'll do another video on it for for the viewers at home. Okay. Yeah. But for let's talk about solo. Okay. And I think what what comes what it comes down to is the fact that like we don't have like in this situation and even like you, we have it it's in a we've already know who Indiana Jones is we know that this is an iconic situation for him okay the whip mm -hmm. the fear snakes the the his leather his fedora leather jacket yeah okay sense of uh, it belongs in a museum okay. Mm -hmm. These are the these are the core aspects when you think about Indiana Jones that make him who he is. Okay, when it comes to and and then on top of that, it comes down to the sense of purpose for the story, and that these things, um, because we put in part of this comes into the writing. Okay, all this happens in one day, like you said, mm -hmm. but at the same time we get a showing of an unattentive father who's obsessed with the Holy Grail, right? Yep. And so we get an introductory situation to how this ends up playing in later in the film. I'm not saying it's, and it's hard to make it work when it, you want to make it expand a universe, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think what, what, what people and creators and myself, when I think about this, as you ask me now, and I'm trying to process this, is that like, I think when it comes to an origin story, if you're going to try to do an origin story movie, You've got to come down to the fact that what makes the character who they are, not to f you you create the elements that make that character into a story that impact whether that be in the individual story in the movie, right? Like they did here in Indiana Jones, right? There is a setup, and the setup includes the origin story for this actual film, which is why I think this make this this works. And if you aren't going to do that, if you're going to make it an entire film of who this person is. Then you need to make their the film be a good, um, like the story of this per, this this situation that ends up making who this person is the thing that is like shapes the situation. Where which is why I think Batman they always include it because it's like this everyone knows it, but at the end of the day, it literally shapes who he is, and we get this in the Flash, right? The like in the Flash, the Batman situation literally changes entirely who he is and if it didn't happen he would not be who he is yeah and so to me with this origin because like i think about wolverine that's another one that i think like they tried to do the an origin story sort of situation again mm. doesn't like it, it was like okay it didn't like you know not one of the best you know x-men movies yeah. that came out in situation so i think to me when i think about this it's about where what is what is the setup doing, um, or how to how do you help 
create the origin to be the setup for a greater portion of the story in the in the, in the, the movie or in the overall universe, right? That the payoff is, and I think, again, back to Batman, is that the payoff is this thing then drives Batman. Yeah, yeah. In Indiana Jones, it's not that his, this experience, whatever, it's the fact that like, although he had all these situations happen, right? He gets to his father, nothing ever happens, and he's left with this other figure who was trying to chase him show him appreciation right so there's there's conflict and contrast and contrast the 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 things that um uh what's his name um who wrote the west wing um uh sorkin sorkin so sorkin has this whole thing in his master class in the master class i wish i had an affiliate link if i did i'll put it in the link (laughs) but uh the the thing is like in his in the, in that in his thing he talks about how in a if you want to make a good movie like if you don't have any if you don't have any uh uh conflict that's just facts it's just events and that's just journalism hmm. right and so to me at the end of the day I think that's why like solo really people harp is that like there is conflict but there's not conflict of a care of solo as a character it's conflict of for solo as an individual in a world uh, in a star wars film right yeah like it never was like okay he was faced with a situation and whether that be through this series of events that happens he then has these things that become who solo is sure the the gun on the hip the like millennium falcon him being a renegade everyone's always chasing him x y and z right we get this with indiana jones we get his whole perspective from the get-go with the conflict this artifact belongs in a museum and i'm gonna put it there yeah yeah right i like that i think and and going to going to like the to the pirates uh, example because that one is is very similar it's like right at the beginning it's a flashback it's whatever um you you mentioned something it there has to be a payoff right and there's that conflict of what shapes him to be who he is, who Indiana Jones is uh, that day. Whereas I feel like, uh, what? Ha- just tell me what happened to this, because like, so so the villain in 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 that I, Stranger's Tide on. I, don't, I, I, don't I feel like it's Stranger Tides, but I'm not going to look it up. So, anyways, so they open it up. He gets his hat. He gets his the the. Yeah, he 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 is just like a a, a member of the ship of okay. the Black Pearl. Uh-huh. Okay. From what I remember, and Javier Bardem's character is, or the captain of the black of the Black Pearl is killed. So then Johnny or Cap or Sparrow steps up to it, and then he does this cool maneuver on the ship to trick Javier Bardem's character into a trap. They get burned, they die, and then they get their curse. Um, and then in that scene, he picks up the hat, he picks up the the compass. He steps up on top of the Black Pearl and, and he becomes Jack Sparrow. And that's how he is Jack Sparrow. Right? And that's it. And that's kind of it. See, and this he doesn't is, even talk, actually. Okay. So here's here's where I think the situation is. It, it would have been, I think the one thing they could, because I think to me, the biggest thing about Jack Sparrow that is the most intriguing is the compass. Uh-huh. The compass has always been this thing that he always obsesses over. Right. That's right. Which points to the thing that he wants the most. Wants the most. The most desirable thing, right? Yeah. And I don't know where I can't remember which one he is. But to me, I think 
that if they wanted to make that land will, it wasn't just like, oh, he, he wins and it's glorious. He didn't have it. There was a conflict in like the situation, but him personally doesn't really get a conflict with that situation. Where in this, the conflict is that he doesn't have a, Indiana Jones doesn't have a father that pays attention to him trying to, you know, interact. He's just worried about him being astute and, yeah. and informational. When then this in one character, and we don't know if he stays into contact with this individual. Right. Uh, I don't know if you know even know his name, but like Fedora is, yeah, is, the Fed, is, is what is, he's is, called is, on, the, on the script. Yeah. So Fedora, you know, like um, he finds recognition and finds acceptance in him because of this this thing. So the the setup and payoff happens in the scene, whereas and so that's why like you have that it needs to be that. And it's, this is this is the fundamental. This is why I'm so glad we're doing this podcast because it just reminds me and helps me before with if I when we ever when we ever do our po- a movie yeah that we have to be reminded that it ultimately everything that, that not everything but like a good chunk of things need to have that setup and payoff. Otherwise, you're misleading or you're just cheapening the experience for exactly. the viewer. Exactly. And 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 it's and it's I loved that Fedora then says to him at the very end, "You lost today, kid." But that doesn't mean you have to like it. And that tells us everything about Indy. Boom. He's constantly losing. And we, we, we talked talk about, about this. this, right? He he is not a very uh, efficient uh, archaeologist. Like, he's <laughs> not. Like, he's constantly losing. But he keeps going. And because he loses, like, that's fine. I lost this battle, but I'm going to keep going, right? Yeah. It doesn't mean that I, I have to like it. It's so good. I just, I love this opening sequence. River Phoenix, uh, rest in peace, like so good as, as young Indiana. I know. It, it, it is just an incredible intro, an incredible um, origin. Go, just going back to Solo, like you talk about conflict, right? Solo, if you remember, how was he given the name Solo? Dude, I don't remember. He just walks up to like, he's trying to escape. Yeah, and he comes up with it, right? No, some guy, he, he's like, what's your last name? And he's like, I don't have one. And so like the Imperial Guard just says, okay, Han, Solo. Okay. And just let them like, one, I didn't need to have like an origin on his last name. Right. Second, the way you define his, the origin of his last name, there is no payoff. There is no conflict and there's no reason for you to okay. give any that. And, and then on only that, it like cheapens him. It cheapens him. No, oh, thank you so much for pointing that out, dude. It's such a good, that's such a great line. And it, it literally is epitome and it reemphasizes the fact that like, look, it doesn't, we don't need to cheapen our hero. Yeah. Right. What we need to do is we need to give, it, it, we need to have, give us, if we're going to do an orange story, right, we need to give the context of w- what the situation is. And if we're going to have a quip, that's not, a, that's not like they should have used that line for that situation in more of a like like as like a funny little thing at the towards the end, as end of a situation mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. that something that has happened that does shape who han is as a character as a character right maybe that's like him he's always screwing people over he's you know double double crossing double crossing and, and he's he's out for himself he's out for himself and then like Instead of being like, oh, you're solo, more like, no, this guy, he he, he he's going to leave you. He's always looking out for number one. And he's, so it's better for him to just be solo. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The, to, like, again, it's just the thing of the situation. For, for And 
not only that, but like at the end of the day, it then carries the, it. It sets the whole tone for the rest of the film. Yeah, because we then we have this whole and not only that, let's get into the actual quest. It's quest of the great holy grail. What better of a way? I to me, I love that they went with the holy grail. Yeah, than some because it it one it's the you get another payoff not payoff but like another like it's a a love to the fact that like the the first one was a holier like relic uh-huh. um but also it's such a it's such a it's like a what it's that quest that like is like that mythical quest of all quests yeah i think like my first uh introduction to like templars was this movie as a kid to the holy girl was this movie like like that's how I got introduced to these uh, to these concepts and to these mythological uh, aspects, right? That are that of are history. so of history. It was through the Last Crusade, and it's such a great uh, callback, I guess, to 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 holy artifacts, right? Let's let's actually talk about this quest for the Holy Grail. I, in contrast, let's look at uh, uh, raiders. Raiders, the reason why he goes out looking for the Ark the ark, is mainly because he's pulled in because of, what's her name? Um, Ravenwood. The, Miriam. Miriam? Miriam, I think so. Marion. 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 Okay. There's a personal reason for him to go look, right? Yes, um, Ravenwood, was, Ravenwood was his mentor. Yeah, he dated his daughter. There was conflict with Nazis, but like there was conflict with Nazis, but there's a personal attachment because Ravenwood, even though we don't know who he is or what he is, um, we know there's a personal attachment. He doesn't go out looking for the the Holy Grail in this movie. That's not that's not what he's called to do. He's called to go look for his dad who's gone missing. It's such a great story point or or story uh or reason to bring our character into this into this conflict is that your dad has gone missing and now you have to go look for him right and i think you have you yes he's searching for the holy girl but he's not he's actually searching for his dad and as we're searching for dad we're we're finding clues and evidences and and figuring out puzzles to find the holy grail well and and it makes it personal it makes it personal, okay? Not only does it make it personal, but like we, there's so, I love, I love that in this film, we get the sense of Indiana's life as a professor. Mm-hmm. We've well, talked about your, the glasses situation and like <laughs> a total Clark Kent, total, total situation. And so he, so we get the same situation. We have the opening intro, we get cut back to the professor. He gets, you know, he's brought in by the, the his, uh, what's, the, what's the, what's the freaking like his like, director uh marcus marcus brody right yeah yeah. but what's his like his uh is that his name in the movie yeah i freaking I never keep these guys names right and i just think about indiana jones and i'm like everyone else is uncool <laughs> everyone, else, everyone else is just there There's, no no but yeah yeah so marcus brody he comes in you know he like the he's like trying to talk with him he's got his like secretary he's got all these freaking students there and he goes into a closet it's a closet with like little shelves and this is like what was so good again every moment every set piece so motivated to help emphasize the showing and not telling 
of a specific character. Now, don't get me wrong, like, it's hard to, like, Spielberg is a masterpiece. Yeah. But, and it's something that, like, I'm grateful that we can look at these films and think about this because, like, we he walks in and he's, he, he, like, in at the table as big as ours, maybe, or no, smaller. Probably right? smaller, yeah. And then he's got surrounded by artifacts. By artifacts everywhere that, he, around. that, that he, without a doubt, he has he, fought. He's, he's went and figured it out or has a colleague that has said, yo, I need your help to finish getting this or whatever. Yeah. And he's going in and he's trying to do whatever he needs to do. And then him leaving his office through the window and being called to like the sketchiest car for this time period. <laughs> Why did he get in this car? <laughs> so true. Right. But and then being called on this mission. Yeah. Right. And I love that he's going after his dad, especially when we're like, what is his relationship to his father? Yeah. Because he's so passionate on wanting to find him, even though it's something that he knows his dad's obsessed with. He said, you know, like... He, he says it, right? Oh, I'm not the right... I'm not the Jones. I'm not the right Jones for this, right? Uh, you should probably go talk to him, to Henry. And it's... There's an intrigue because, again, there was a, a setup of a lack of interest from his dad in that in the origin story. And now he's being pulled, called to go search for dad. And as a viewer, it's like, why if that is such a, quote unquote, horrible person or a horrible father to you, right? Yeah. And so... And, and and we see that as as the movie progresses, like that yeah. that relationship, that dynamic, that 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 dynamic. Um, well, actually, let's talk about that. Let's talk about this theme of of like father son relationship. Do I freaking it, or, or or even just let's will, talk about Sean Connery? <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! You know what? This probably is my favorite Sean Connery. Oh yeah, I don't know why. I, I'm not exactly what I can. I don't. I don't have anything. I don't have any words to like pinpoint the exact reason why. It's. It's the fact that when you think of Sean Connery, you think James Bond, right? Yeah. I, I, he's great in entrapment in, in dude, the I the Rock, yeah. right? Like, but he's he's always playing this like suave, like, suave uh, action hero, and he is the complete opposite in this. Yeah, and I'm surprised that he never he didn't do any more. Uh, comedic roles because he nails it he's good on the timing he's good with his facial expressions he he's really good as a comedic actor and i think that's probably like i hate to say this like but the viewers like i think this is my favorite like sean connery uh like uh acting acting you know i think that is what it is i i I think it's it's, and it's hard to say like because like it's I, I don't know. It's hard because like we've got Harrison Ford, also good looking, suave, like women, like women, all, you know, in the in the film, mm-hmm. fictionally and off the film, in real life, <laughs> yeah. even till today, even still <laughs> with both men, right? Yeah. Again, Sean Connery, suave in films, and then even off the film, every every girl was like Sean Connery, yeah, right. So so you have these two powerhouses, and and then. Having Sean Connery like play a back seat, I don't know if that's what it is. I don't know if it's him just respecting like the role. 
you know, and and showing his prowess in the in sense of like why he lo- he does what he does, and why we have this blessing of Sean Connery in this film, because it truly I, there's something about it. I don't, and it's just so so good. Yes, I think th- there is that element, but I also think a lot of it is in the screenplay. You right, it's the writing. It's the writing, like, and then the they, director. Yeah, they they wrote Henry Jones Senior as this academic, right? As as someone, because there are times where, like, okay, when he saves them, right, and he like they're tied to the chair, they break out of it, and like he he gets a, a Indy gets a gun and starts shooting the Nazis. <laughs> He's just, just like staring just at like, him. You just shot that guy. Like, he's no, like, I, he, he is so in disbelief and in shock. The that, entire movie. I love that way he like thinks his son has just died and he's still trying to process it. And yeah. Indiana Jones shows right behind him. You know, in, and he's like, what are you staring at? And he's just like, <laughs> like just complete disbelief once again. Yeah. I like, I think we get these like nuggets throughout the movie that are written in, in the in the script for him to react to, right? You're 100% correct. You know why I know this? It's because we see this with his growth at the end. Because what, what we see here is that we have Indiana Jones living, he's, he, because his father was such an academic, mm-hmm. and he was, he saw his head's, his head was in the the knowledge what Indy finds is that like the journey doesn't always happen on the page. Mm. Right. And so you see this happen. And finally, right. When this thing, the, the completion of whatever, and he's holding Indy, yeah. we learn once again to let it go. Yeah. Yeah. This lesson of like, man, I should have been the, cause like he, like he had all the pieces. He had every piece that he needed to be able to find the grail. Yeah. The only reason why he didn't is that he wasn't, he he was too busy looking for everything that at the end of the day, he was never like, I mean, to a degree, find like, like perhaps in the, the right weeds, right? Sure. Because he was sure. in the weeds. Yeah, yeah. But there's this, this aspect of like, Indiana Jones doesn't, and I think I'm going to, come back to the temple of doom he in the temple of doom he gets he just kind of like falls into this thing yeah yeah right there there's no real uh motivation for him to go on this journey yes on the journey. yes and on every journey that we see within Indiana Jones, yeah. like he's he's brought in for a reason to like for a concert because he's an expert but it's because he like he's like showing up and he he knows he's knowledgeable he's he's experienced he's willing to to get because he, the thing belongs in a museum, <laughs> <laughs> and so you see his father see what it takes. Yeah, right. Because if it was up to him, they would have never made it. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, I, I just Sean Connery is so good. Um, and what's your favorite? What's your favorite Sean Connery situ- uh, like clip? Clip here for this oh, movie. Dude, I I love. Love and I laughed so hard this time when they're escaping the castle, okay? okay, and and they get on the motorcycle and it has like the sidecar and Sean Connery sitting there, <laughs> and he's holding his briefcase, <laughs> and and the first one like like he uh, Indy grabs like I don't know like some pole and he like 
does like a whole javelin stab at the guy and like indy is kind of like proud of himself and he looks at his dad his dad his dad kind of smiles a bit but then every other time he takes out people his dad is just holding there and just gives him sean connery just gives him this look of like did i did i raise you this way like not not even like he's not even impressed like he's not even it doesn't even face him i love just like the two three times that he looks at his dad and sean connery just like Okay, like let's just keep going. Like I don't care. Like get me out of here. Like he's just so unfazed by it. Dude, you know, my favorite, I think, is the the like Mexican standoff that they got with the Nazi and the girl and Sean Connery and and Indy. Uh, okay, like that scene for for me, I just think is like he's like, dude, don't don't listen to her. She's a Nazi. She's a Nazi. And then uh, and then the whole like, did they both slept? <laughs> oh. Again, the writing it is so good this these bits and pieces that were given like the writing the freaking delivery like to me it's just like that scene is like uh, how did you know oh because she talks in her sleep <laughs> the freaking i love the, i just like and, 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 and look it's so like good and then he's like, "Oh man," and and then him still trying to be believe that she's not a Nazi. Yeah, yeah. And him hundred percent believe. Listen, come on, bro, come on, <laughs> come on, son. Oh, it's so good. I I want to. I do want to talk about um, the is it the Zeppelin, the Zeppelin yeah. scene. Okay. Yes. Uh, I I you, you talk about about this like dynamic between between Indy and, and and Henry. But like I I also love I think this is my second like my second favorite scene with with uh Sean Connery. They're talking on the table, right? And he's just Harrison Ford's just kind of letting it out. Like you were never present. You were never there as a father. And and there's this line that Henry says of like I, I was are you kidding me? Like I was the best father because like I let you do whatever you wanted. Like you didn't have a curfew or like he, something along those lines, right? And then he says, and by the time you finally be got interesting, you left the house. Yeah. Like what a blow. Like like oh, you finally became interesting as a person, Indy, but then like you were gone. You were gone. And that whole like again, the writing that whole writing is just so good. To, like it tells us this relationship. He was so in the weeds, in in his focus and finding the Grail. There's resentment from Indy towards the Grail and his father because of his obsession, right? And and then he and then and then there's the line that Sean Connery says, like, "Okay, I'm here." He closes the book and he says, "Let's talk." Yeah. Right. And his delivery, and there, and the, and he has nothing to say. Yeah, and that tells us everything. Not not because he doesn't have, not because uh, Indiana doesn't have anything to say, but because at least I, the way I take it is, where do I start? Uh, you know, when I was watching this, I, I, this scene is such a powerful scene. It's so it's powerful because to me, it's the setup for the for the end. Okay, it's the triggering moment that's like, 
because he, he does. He has that the final confrontation. We don't know how long they haven't seen each other. Yeah. My, my assumption is several years. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe they like talk on maybe a Christmas or whatever, but like truly like been in the same room together. This is the Papa's son the first time. Mm-hmm. Right? And so to me, when when he, he doesn't have anything to, I'm like, it's that he like, you're now expecting me to try to like connect with you that like, because you want to like it's now you're now ready for me to talk you're now to you. ready for me to talk to you yeah it's like what do you it's like what do you say to that i i, I can't like it's I, <laughs> movies take from each other okay yeah yeah flash had a scene where with barry prime coming sitting down with his parents he's like shoving spaghetti mm-hmm. his mom's spaghetti into his mouth because he's missed it and he's like obsessingly like Oh, could we go to like the park or whatever? Right? I didn't. I never felt like like that scene was okay. It wasn't like impactful, and obviously, it's like, you know, he's like excited to be in the situation. But the reason why I bring it up is because I think what Indiana Jones does is that it he gives us we have this um that this idea of a parent to child relationship Mm -hmm. is such an impactful one, right? Mm -hmm. That really shapes not only film characters, our own lives. Yeah. And why I think to me, I really, I think these are the moments that really shape a film in reflect for reflection for it, for viewers, because we can, we can sit in Indiana Jones position, many of us, or maybe few of us and think to ourselves, Man, I'm grateful that I had a dad that was attentive. Yeah. Or, man, Indy, I know how you feel. I know how you feel. Yeah. Oh, it's 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 such a great scene. Like phenomenal. I, I love it. I I love that interaction, and and I think it like, makes us feel. It makes us feel because we just had this like exciting moment of him fighting and freaking Connor just reading the freaking newspaper. Yeah. Right. And then we just like sit down, and it's just like a breath. But it's not just like a comic relief. Right. It's, uh, you sit there and you're like, this is real. They've, they've escaped the, 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 um, the castle. They've been hunted down. We're, we're seeing how Henry feels about all these antics from, from Indy. And for them to finally sit down, for, for them as characters to finally sit down and have a breathing moment and us as an audience as well to just yeah. sit down and be like, okay, what is this dynamic? They they could have they could have easily moved the Holy yep. Grail conversation. Yeah, yeah, right. These these are the moments to make a film. Okay, we. It's not the action. The action's fun. Yes. Yeah. What, of course. What, what was your was it your quote that's like like give us the action but make give us the 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 moment of story as the cherry on like the oh yeah the the, 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 the action is the. Is the cherry on top, but give us the conflict and story and the yeah. feelings is the the, is the cake. cake. I'll have to pull that off. Yeah, well, you I said got, it. I'll, how, did, how did I say it? Or did I say the frosting? No, I said, said the frosting? I or it's not, did. Something like that. I'll find the clip and I'll insert it. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I, I think that's, if I, looking back, I think that's probably my favorite scene. Like, I, I really like As it. As your favorite scene. Because it just, it just really sets, there's set up earlier, there's, this great 
uh, writing and interacting between the two. And then we get, because of this, we get a good payoff later in the movie, right? And I just, I, and Sean Connery is so good. Ugh, they're both great in this. Um, Phenomenal. Such a great uh, uh, theme there. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit about Elsa, the, the female character. Yeah. She's awesome. She is. She's really good. And, and I think, okay, so I think from now on for me, I'm, when I rewatch Indiana Jones, I'm going to start with Temple of Doom. Okay. Yeah. I'll start with Temple of Doom. I'll watch uh, Raiders and then I'll watch uh, Last Crusade. But again, ta- talking a little bit about Temple of Doom, Willie, our female character in that movie, and we'll talk about this in greater detail. Wow. Like just nonsense, <laughs> nonsense. Okay. Um, whereas Elsa and, and Marion, Marion, she, she, she's unequal to, and we talked about this in our episode, uh, to Indy in the sense of like her, her, she, she goes, her, bo- I would say her, her, her like, boldness, her, her character, her like personal character of like, uh, of, and her, adventurer. Sp- her spirit of adventure, right? right? Um, she, she's an equal to, to Indy in that. Whereas Elsa is an equal in, on the academic side, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Right. There, there are times where like she's helping find the clues or, or figure out, um, clues to, to the treasure map, uh, treasure map. Um, and, and I think it's such an awesome and unique dynamic, right? Yeah. And, and yeah, there's that attraction between the two of them, but I think it, she's really written down. And, and again, looking at what we talked about last episode, these movies, Steven Spielberg wanting to ha- wanting to do a James Bond movie, right? You have the classic blonde, uh, Bond girls. Here you have the classic Jones girls. And I think Elsa is such a great addition to the Jones girls. I, you know... Um... I was a little unsure because, again, like I said, like I've seen this film like you know, all parts, mm-hmm. never from beginning to end. And to me, the thing that I I was a little like, I was like, okay, I, I see this. I mean, I loved the crypt uh, sequence. Yeah, uh, the crypt scenes were were like in fun. You could get a sense of that, which I want to talk about that that whole situation in a little bit. But um, then for me, I where I felt. Where like was the payoff that I felt like she is they they did her they did her uh, right yeah was in the book burning in Germany mm-hmm. they're going to get the his the no, the journal the journal and her like her fear she's this she's on like the end of Henry where. She wants. She's willing enough to get a little bit, but she's an academic. She's in it for and, the ac- for the academics and and, of per, it. and like the prestige to a degree, right? Yeah. Like this, like oh no, I'm smart enough to play with the big boys, and and um because it's still mis- misogynistic time. So like yeah. I love that they have a, a strong female character rather than in James Bond where it's like just a female, just a female, right? Which females are not, yeah, you know. And so to me, I I love that. But on top of it is the subtext that happens in the conversation between her and Indy as Indy's leaving. Cause she's distraught. She doesn't know what she should do. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she, she, she does not hold true with the fact that people should be burning books. Mm-hmm. Henry then jabs at her later in the film. Right. Yeah. And to that to me is what like, I, I there's, 
to a degree, it's like the thing, like Indy kind of, he loses, in a weird way, he loses Elsa, right? In like, as like the character, like where in Mirian, he wins for some time or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We don't know what the situation is, right? But for Elsa, he, she, she doesn't come to accept the situation, right? right. She's still left in her ideology, doesn't make that journey. But it's a great, not a payoff, but a payoff because we see what happens when you don't. Sure. And even like at the end, right? Like going back to Marion, like she she went on this on this uh, adventure with him just because she, because she got dragged into it to a degree, right? And she's constantly like put in situations the way she was written or her situations were written. She was constantly in need of saving, etc. But like, Elsa, she's in there because of the academics, right? Yeah, there's conflict because, and you know, good old classic trope of writing your villains where they're villain, but they don't agree with the ideologies of, in this case, of the Nazis. But even to the very end, like she wants, she tricks, um, who, what's the, what's the, what's the bad guy's name? Donovan. She tricks Donovan, right, to choosing the wrong grill. Because she still wants to find, and she continues to the very end to help Indy find the right one. And then she's up. She's obsessed. Yeah, with retrieving it. With retrieving it. Yeah, right. To the the fact that she can't let go of the fact that she's going to lose her life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because she is so obsessed with that 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 Getty. And it's that like I, I don't know what I don't know if there's a term for this. I'm sure if there's like some you know like professoral, you know professor class thing, but like. This idea that there's that this happens because I think this does happen quite a few times in films that help add to that like the main hero getting the win of the of the change right yeah is that there because she does take she fights with herself and but she kind of goes back and forth but it's that moment where even Indy's trying to help her Mm -hmm, make mm -hmm. the change right and again we we then get it with Henry and Indy. That we do get, we we see what happens when you decide to, to, this thing isn't going to, like, doesn't, it's not not what's important, I guess. Yeah, it's not what's important, yeah. Right? You can have all eternity, but you can only stay in this one uh, cavern. And at the end of the day, I want to be able to live a life with my son. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so, I don't know, it's just, it was, they did a good job. They did a great job, I, and and um and going back to that scene in Germany, right? Like when when he confronts her, and they're talking about it, and he holds her by the neck, and he's like, "I just all I have to do is just squeeze harder." Oh, I know that was. And what does she say? All I have to do is scream louder. No, so good. I just I I'm obsessing with the screenplay with this movie. I'm just it is, you're not wrong. It is. It's great. funny because I I you obsess with the screenplay, and I obsess with the the the. The other, the the filming and the editing and the, yeah. the like the delivery the whole package. Uh, let's um, you have a quest. So the themes you have a quest for identity. I want to talk a little bit more about that. Okay, I, I we we touched um, lightly on this about how um, why why does why does Indy get pulled into this right? And at first, it's to find his dad, 
right? And and he gets pulled into it, find dad. But during this whole time, he, I, in my opinion, we we get a complete arc of Indy. Yeah. Right? The dynamic, it becomes personal, right? We we talked about this in our in our episode of Come On, Come On a couple weeks ago, um, where Mike Mills, the director of that movie, said, I wish I had the quote, but he said something along the lines that we we truly come to know ourselves uh, based on our relationships with others, mm. right? And in this case, we come to know Indy so much more based on that relationship or lack of relationship with his dad and it isn't about it isn't about finding the grail it's about finding a relationship with his dad yeah and we're gonna talk about kingdom of the crystal skull but i will get there but very briefly this, this was my first time watching it again but i actually really like this parent father-son relationship that he has with henry I actually also like the father-son relationship he has with Mutt in that movie, okay? And I think, again, talking about setups and payoffs, um, he finds a purpose in, in this movie to have that relationship with his dad, to build on it. And it all pays off really well at that very end scene when he's reaching for the grail, he wants it, even though he never cared for it. Yes, he resented it. Yeah. And yet he's there. It's like, you know, I kind of have this, like, you know what? It's like, it's like a weird sense of transference. Yeah. Because he's in the same situation. He just dealt with it with Elsa. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right? But because it's there and he can get it a little bit closer, right? It's like, you know, it's the, the reaching for, maybe metaphorically speaking, the reaching for... If I can get this, maybe my dad. Yeah, that's it. Okay, I, I, I'd been, I'd been pondering and thinking about why did he reach for it? Why was he so adamant? Is it, is it the academic? Is it himself that that this deserves to be in a museum, or is it let's put it back for the old Templar to hang on to? Why did he reach for it? And that's what it is, right? Is it that if I can get it? I can now, my, my dad will look at me as, hey, we did this. We did this together. And it, but, but it's, cause it's like, even though he does, you know, like they did do it together, but at the end of the day, he still was so obsessed with this artifact, this, this, this quest, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's the him. And that's why, you know, Henry's line, Indy, it's okay. Just yeah, let it go. Just let it go. Right. And that that tells Indy, I no longer care, or not that I don't care, but like there are more important things, such as you, Indy. And I I think it's the, it's the payoff to like I'm here now, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? I'm here now to have a conversation and be able to go there. But he still doesn't quite see Indy in the moment as like in like. You are my son. He sees him as a son, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but he doesn't see him as like a that person. Of like, we we share, we have, we we will share thoughts and ideas and 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 like moments together. Like you said with Mark, you know, you know who you are because of the people that you are around, right? That yeah. that 
that like to him he doesn't see him as someone who is impactful to his character right Hanford henry but when he when he after being shot and my thought is like you know he's he's muttering the the clues and just the the idea like just you can do this right mm -hmm. he's i to, to me i feel like it's in that moment where he's realizing some of the things that perhaps he's gone on with indy just through this journey and and i think this brings me to like one of my major thoughts from this movie as i was as i've been watching this trilogy the first raiders i was like okay what what is what is this movie telling us and i don't, I don't think i got to ask you that uh, during our episode but like what was the what was the message in that movie right like don't don't look at god <laughs> like god was going <laughs> to destroy you like well, you're going to be you're dead <laughs> like temple of doom <sighs> no idea like temple Te of doom was just Te temple so, i don't so again i i to me that was just a setup yes and, and that's why you have to watch uh, from now on for me watch temple of doom first raiders then last crusade yes that's what i'm telling you because last crusade has very clear messages yeah and 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 i, and I think this is this is a this is a, that's a great question i think that sometimes i what i'm realizing with your question is that like movies do need to have themes right to help maybe give us a sense of like no it doesn't have to be like the most powerful thing no, or no, whatever no but but it needs to give us a theme to be able to like help move or give us a context for some of the conflicts and some of the things that are happening right um you know and and then because of the thing that is the big thing that's motive the motivator of the film mm -hmm. right that theme then helps play into what's happening yeah but the messaging i don't you know i don't necessarily think that like every film has to have a messaging but sure but the movies that the movie that ends up getting the messaging i think come because that there is a win in the sense of like there is the journey that uh, the journey takes place for the character mm. and we are taking that that journey with, with that, that individual and i think i'm going to go back to the flash the flash has a similar like lack it's a different you know it's the sense of like lack of connection with parent figures yeah yeah okay we have the same thing with indian jones and at the end of the day we still we, we learn the same lesson in the flash and in this and in both instances like there there there's uh in the flash obviously there's like you know other things that are like conflicts or whatever but at the end of the day like i said like you look back you look back at this film obviously the flash is not gonna hold up yeah yeah <laughs> okay it's not gonna hold up in a lot of cases but the messaging still is still there, and, mm -hmm. and you're still going to have a good time. And it, at the end of the day, you'll be like, "Yeah, doing it again. Let it go." And that's a great message in a lot in that a lot of other movies still take into place that like what we think is important to us. And that's why, like, if you're going to do a film like this, you know, and it's going to be part of like a franchise, it doesn't mean that every from the get go it needs to be that, right? I think this is what I learned here from Indiana Jones, right? They 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 wanted to bring an interesting character to life, right? He wanted a James Bond for America. Yeah. He found it in archaeology. Right? But he establishes a character, he gives perhaps a little bit more of like the sense of 
commitment mm-hmm. Indiana does with Temple with Temple of Doom, and then he gives us why like the 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 growth of ultimately why Indiana Jones is who he is, what he believes in, and why like he will go to do you know the you know the the adventure the the, adventure. the, the like. I don't know. The call to... The call to... What is it? To, to, the call to find the the things that were undiscoverable. Yeah. yeah. Okay? Right? And so you have this thing that's there. Mm-hmm. Right? And I... Th- so, what, you know, what, what? ultimately my rambling, what does this come to? Is the fact that, like, I think we can learn that not every... If we're going to make a series, if we're going to make a movie that's going to be a trilogy or whatever... Not every single one has like has to have a huge deep meaning. Sometimes you just have to like introduce the characters and have people buy it. I think the the Fantastic Beasts and where to find them, mm-hmm. I think struggled. They they did a good job with the first one. Yeah, they brought in Newt, brought him as a character, did a good job. But from that point on, I think she lost. She kind of got two in the you know, um, J.K. Rowling got into two in the weeds. Mm-hmm. Trying to make every single one after that be like some sort of very super impactful. They, they were they were supposed to have five. Yeah, they were supposed to have five. Right. We got to. We only got three. We got to three, and okay. it was like you know again. So I think to me, like it's like okay, well, if we're gonna do a five, which one's gonna have to be more? It's okay if we just as long as we progress the story, mm-hmm. right, in some manner, right. And I think I'm glad that we've. I mean, we haven't reviewed template, but we did watch all three of them. You watched the, the Christmas Call. I haven't got to that one yet, but um, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> we Re- ready? I have lots of thoughts on it. <laughs> and so, and so, but 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 seeing them in together, it's like it's nice to know that like each of them tell a portion of the story for Indy. It doesn't mean that they tell a story for us as like the viewer and yeah. this, whatever. Yeah. But when you look at it, it gives us a better picture. It. And like, if you look at him in in that grouping, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm excited for this next one, Be, because they kind of went back. You know, they had a struggle with this this with the situation, and I think they're gonna fall. I'm, Fingers crossed. <laughs> every every little whatever you every, need, salt. every one <laughs> salt. That uh, that this the Dial of Destiny is gonna follow more of this journey that the, they learned from the Last Crusade. I hope so. I really hope so. Um, we, I know we're, we're, we're over, but I just think it's, it's beneficial. Last, last thing I want to talk about is John Williams is so good in this movie. This is, this is the, again, this is the best Indiana Jones and, and from, from the pacing we've talked about, from the characters, from the story, from the editing, editing and the music here. Like he he wrote the themes for for like the for like the Nazis. It's got this like imperial march to it from like Star Wars. Like it is just the best score of all the Indiana Jones movies is I, this one. I, I would I would then once again reiterate your bold statements that I think part of we we is the feeling that we le- are left with mm-hmm. at the end of this movie and the the love that we end up having is even emphasized because of the amazing, like the score emphasizes and helps lift and, and connect the scenes. Unlike any of the other films for the, the indie franchise. Yeah. 
And then you have the completion of it with just the most, just like, oh, it just like swells. It's like beautiful. It's the indie theme, but it's like slightly, you know, like more majestic because of this ending. And they're riding off in the distance with the horses. To the sunset. It's so good. It's I just truly, it's, it's good. Okay. Can I just, I, we, I know that that was your last thing. My last thing. Yeah. We need to discuss this tomb situation, okay? How the pants did they just not burn alive? They had a freaking torch <laughs> underneath the freaking tomb. The whole thing is what? Put, what is it? What did they? What was it? Uh, petro, not petroleum, but like petrol. I mean, they catch, yeah. the whole top level catches on fire. <laughs> I have so many issues with that one scene. I'm not gonna. It's maybe not issue, but I'm like, I have questions. Like. Did you notice that they have a, a freaking fire in the tomb underneath the, them in, when the tomb falls over? Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I totally... Why didn't it catch on fire? Why didn't it catch on fire? No, you're right. <laughs> what, what is happening? That freaking... That's like the only gripe I have with this whole film. Is that one... Like, whereas like in the Raiders of the Lost Ark, I had some small little other like yeah. funny gripes. But it's just like, it's a, it's fun. It's, it's, it, it's fun. good. But this one... That's the only gripe I have. <laughs> it's like, what is happening in the scene? They're like, when they have the whole, you know, rats in situation, and then like, which is fine. I love that they find it. But then they get, the whole thing gets lit up on fire, and they decide to dump it. And I'm like, there's the fire still in this library or in this tomb. In the tomb. But on top of that, the freaking library. Yeah, library, yeah, yeah. They come out, and there's like, nothing's in the libraries cut off or like there's no smokes or something like what the heck is going on <laughs> why are police not there <laughs> no you're right you're also, right how is how are they busting up a floor and no one notices <laughs> yeah i think they were i can't remember if they said they were closing or, or were they closing i don't know anyways i can't remember there's my minutes that's like the only gripe that's like the only gripe <laughs> with this that i have this i'm glad you got that out <laughs> it was itching you just oh, needed oh dude i was telling you like I would, I was watching that scene and I'm just sitting there I'm like, why? This <laughs> one plus one equals two. Why is this not equaling two why right now? Equal <laughs> I'm telling you, man, when you watch, you're going to think about it next time. You now, watch now scene, next time, you're now gonna it's like, going to be like, you're like, dang it, Danny. Dead Danny. That's why it's not a hundred percent. Is that one scene? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, what a great movie. What a great fantastic, movie. Fantastic, man. I'm like emotional. Just thinking about how great this movie is. <laughs> uh, and because we have, this is, I'm so glad you made me do this podcast. You forced me. You were like, Danny, we're doing this podcast whether you like it or not. That's not, that's not true. That's, that's not true. But I'm glad we watched this. I'm really glad we did. Dude, truly just, just a wonderful review. It like rewatch. It is so rewatchable. Top five movies for me for sure. I'm adding this to like my week, my week, my yearly rewatch of movies. Yeah, it's definitely on there now. We hoped that you enjoyed this episode. Uh, it is a bit longer than as we've done quite a few of these. I'm sorry, um, but we just had so many good things to say. We wanted to keep make sure that we we got the things that we wanted to say. Let us know. Send us an email. We really want to know what you guys are thinking. If you don't want to send us an email, comment. Stop. If you've got this far. We love you. Okay, comment in the on YouTube. Comment up what your thoughts are. Tell us what is your favorite scene. And then second, do you believe that this is a perfect movie? Those are the two things we want to know. And if uh, and if you do that, we know that you listen to it and you are the real MVPs. Okay. 
if you are listening to us on an episode, uh, on wherever you get your podcast, which is wherever we, we are published, on, yeah. uh, we'd love it if you can answer those same questions in in a review, uh, leaving a five-star if you if you so wish, uh, or I don't want to start letting us know why you think this is the worst movie, which I doubt you would do, because if you do, I might hunt you down and uh, give you a popsicle and tell you you're wrong. And squeeze the neck harder. <laughs> no. <And> tell you. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, feel free to connect to, with us uh, again on YouTube, uh, Twitter, Instagram at Real Chumps. You can also connect with me, uh, Marcel, on Twitter at Marstrosity, M-A-R-Z-T-R-O-S-I-T-Y. I'm on uh, Ruby underscore TV or Ruby.TV on social media. Join us next week. We're going to be talking Dial of Destiny. So we've Norman, been. Are we talking Dial of Destiny? Yeah. Is that what really what's in the the the, the next next on queue? No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> no, we we've just been watching Indiana Jones for no reason. I mean, you don't need a reason to watch Indiana Jones, but yeah, we're leading up to Dial of Destiny. So wait, are we doing the are we doing Temple of Doom and Dial of Destiny in this one? No, we're just gonna do Dial of Destiny. I mean, sorry. Oh, what? My brain literally just like put Crystal Skull as Dial of Destiny. Oh, you thought. Dial of Destiny was crystal. For some reason, I knew, like, in my brain, I registered Dial of Destiny, <laughs> but its brain slot was, like... It was Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was, like, coming up. I'm like, we are not watching. We're not reviewing that. We better be... <laughs> you know what, listeners? We will get to Temple of Doom and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I, I watched them all, okay? I and, will be watching... And I have... I do have a lot of thoughts on both Temple of Doom and 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 crystal skull um i think it merits a discussion it does but uh let us know actually let us know should we tackle those now wait for them later but we're definitely doing dial of destiny because that's that's coming out uh i'm so excited and super excited so we're not gonna watch it together yeah no we're not because i'm gonna be in boston you are you get because you're gonna go see it in theaters no this weekend right this weekend yeah i might I can't take my girls to go see it. So I'm probably not going to be able to see it until I get back, bro. Good so th- that, means that, that means that we might be able to see it together. Yeah, I'll go watch it again. Of course you will. <laughs> yeah, I'll go watch it again. And yeah. then you can be there while I get it for the first time. Anyways. Sorry, I digressed. <laughs> I messed up. Come back. Join us next week. Dial of Destiny. Let's hope it's good. Let's hope it's a good, I don't want to say a conclusion, but a good addition to the Indiana Jones legacy. We'll see you next week. Later.